News Radio WGNS Murfreesboro. The views and opinions on this show are those of the hosts, guests, and callers, and are not necessarily those of WGNS, its management, other hosts, or advertisers. And we're on the air. I'm Ed Reimer with you with the Edwin Lee Reimer Show here at WGNS again on a Sunday night at 8 o'clock. We're glad you're joining us. If you are, if you aren't, come on, get you a cup of coffee, call your neighbor, tell them about us. We're going to have a good broadcast tonight. And I don't have a single uh, guest of mine that's going to be here. They're going to be calling in, okay? And we've got a lot that's been going on here, as you all know, Um in this county just here in the county now let's let's go over our you know of course we heard yesterday about the um or maybe it was friday i can't keep it all straight now the death of the uh uh russian politician over there alexa navali navalny or navalty i'm sorry if i'm mispronouncing that and um they're convinced that uh, the family is convinced that uh, Vladimir Putin killed him. Last week's Superior Bowl, uh, and uh, Kansas City won. And then we had a terrible tragedy uh, Wednesday with the Kansas City parade, and uh, one or two people, one person killed. The young lady, but ironically, worked at. Uh, one of the local radio stations out there. And uh, many people are giving into the GoFundMe, and there are people that are finding fault with Travis, Kelsey, and uh, Taylor Swift. They each gave $100,000 each to this um, young woman's GoFundMe account. So go figure, uh, you know. And um, it's a... Um, a real world, a crazy world out there. Uh, 45 was almost half a billion dollars. And uh, we're getting into some other things, too. Uh, do we have a call on the line? We do. We have a caller on the line right now. Caller, go ahead. Mr. Raymer, Jeff Neal, how you doing? Jeff, how are you? What's going on, my friend? Well, I'm, I'm, we'll get I'm right into well. it. I'm doing well. I, I know Mr. Reynolds thought thought uh, Mr. Jean's going to be the MVP till the, till the kicker couldn't kick the extra point like my boss says, the dreaded toe. <laughs> I'll tell you. And, and the C- CBS sports chairman said, as soon as he missed that, he said he, he really wanted to go to overtime. And of course, it did. So, And there, there was odds before the game. You could bet before the game, the odds of going to overtime was 8-1. to one. People bet. I wish I'd have put $100 on that at 8-1. to one. Yeah. And, and did you hear about the guy about the coin toss? Yeah, you mentioned something about that. What 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 happened there? You, 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 could, you could bet on everything in Super Bowl. You could bet on how long the Nash Ransom is going to be here. McIntyre's going Sure, yeah. So you, you could bet on the on the coin toss starting the game, heads or tails. Okay. So of, course, of course, the toss was heads. So a guy bet tails, and he lost, and he lost a grand total of $40,000. <laughs> on the toss of a coin. Yeah, yeah. I've got better things to do with my money than that. It was, you know? was going to be tails, and he came up ahead. So. <laughs> that's a grand total of No, that's me. You won't have to worry about me ever betting any money because when I, when I bet, I lose. So I, 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 thank goodness I learned early on that uh, I'm not a gambler. And uh, 
and I'm not. You know, it takes, you know, to some of these people just, uh, they start out, and the worst thing can happen to a person that's not good with numbers is you start out in this as a young person and you get lucky. Exactly. That's the worst thing that can happen. And then all of a sudden you get into this and find out you, you've mortgaged this or that. And, I, and I've yeah. heard uh, they yeah. did a thing on. But one final thing, uh, they had bets overseas you can do it in the United States, but they bet um, they bet how many times it, 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 one, if Taylor Swift was going to beat the Super Bowl, number one. <laughs> And the number two thing was how many times they show her on television. <laughs> well, that's, 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 that's how many times they, you know, how many times they show her. I never that that just uh, the the young lady and you know and they're mad. People are talking about how much she's worth and all this. And she gave that girl the poor the poor girl that was killed in this incident a hundred thousand dollars. And Travis Kelsey chipped in a hundred thousand as well. Now they both can afford it. There's no doubt about that. That's fine. But they're saying, "Oh, that's a mere pittance." Well, to the person that says that, how much did you put in? Yeah, you know? that's true. That's true. Well, well, too, and, too, the thing know. about it is, only after the game, you know, the, the famous embrace they had on the field there. You know, when the embrace, you know, they embrace it and hugging it. And they got the little mic here. They start what they said and all this other. Things. I, you know, I don't get into things like yeah. I, I don't get into anything. I don't think you do either. It's it's it gets ridiculous. Yeah. 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 Right. And uh, I think we did learn something. Well, I think I. I was going to tell you something about going over this bill. This this not selling cold beer in stores. So, uh, yeah, you I'm mentioned worried. something about that earlier in the week. What is going on now? This is on now, a state they, level. Here's, here's what the proposal was. Okay, they now wait a minute. Them. Wait a minute, Jeff. This is on a state level. This is what our state, state legislatures yeah, state are doing. Yeah, state, okay, state, all right. They had a bill. They had a bill. They wanted to sit it in house bill to not to not sell cold beer in retail grocery stores. It was cold beer. Cold beer. Cold beer. Okay. Yeah, two people that sponsored it were uh, the, the state. The senator was Paul Rose. And the house guy was Ron Gant, and, and, and he's, he's not the former player of Atlanta Braves either. Right, another Ron right, Gant. yeah. Uh, they're, they're both Republicans, as you know. Uh, one, one, they're both represent West Tennessee. The one uh, guy represents uh, Shelby County, Lauderdale, and Tipton, which is Memphis. Which the main cities are Memphis, Ripley, and Tiptonville. And of course, Tipton County is over uh, with the. Uh, uh, real foot lake area. That's what the I tell you, neither one of them are in the convenience store business. <laughs> I don't think so. One of them is construction, so you know his workers drink beer. I mean, what's the deal there? I mean, okay. Construction company. Yeah. You know his workers do. And the other guy represents Fayette County, McNary, and Hardman, which is represent the main cities are Somerville, Selmer, and Bolivar. So, right. Tennessee. And what, what, what the deal was, Emily, I read it on the news a little bit what, what they said. Is they said if, if if they didn't sell cold beer in the stores, it, it would prevent we would have less DUIs because of it. Um, well, I you know I don't know if if anybody scientifically has done some, some run some numbers on that or not. I don't think ever. I, mean, I, mean, I, I guess I guess I guess drinking the cold beer is better than drinking the warm beer. I reckon. Well, I mean. Are we going to do it with soft drinks and everything? Because, you know, there's people going in. No, it's just beer because they say they say they would have, if it would actually, that which would get died and it didn't go nowhere. Well, you know, we had a young lady. I had a young lady. I was in my son's, one of his pickups one afternoon on the square. 
had been to one of our local attorney's offices for something, pick up some papers, drop off some papers, whatever. And uh, she came around the corner and she rammed into the, the back bumper of this, of this uh, truck, uh, which did not phase it any. And bless her heart, tore the whole front end of her car because it was all, everything's plastic oh, nowadays. Yeah. yeah. And I said, first of all, are you, are you okay? And I was just backing out of the spot, and it happens. And, and I saw her coming and stopping, and she still rammed right into the back of the truck. And she said, sir, I, I'm sorry. I was bending over to get me a cold drink of water or whatever it was. I'd got a cold slushy or whatever it was. She wasn't drunk. I was saying nothing like that. And that little incident cost her and her husband probably three or $4,000, you know, or, yeah. or their insurance company. I mean, you know, uh, that's the reason we're supposed to have. Was is this the hands-free thing we've got in Tennessee? Is that right? We're not supposed to have yeah, any. Yeah, with, 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 with the cell phones, the texting, <laughs> cell phones. I, I guess it. I guess it don't count cold drinks. Well, I'm going to tell you, uh, I was good enough, and I, I told you earlier. We have one of our county commissioners, uh, Commissioner Pettis, who's going to be calling in here a little bit later, and we're going to be talking about something that is of real substance. And we're going to be uh, mentioning, we're going to touch on the impact fees. Now, there is the difference, and I think you would agree, Jeff, of what our commissioners are having to work on. And let's face it, whether you, whatever side of the political aisle you're on, we're all having to work on this thing because it affects all of our pocketbooks. Oh, yeah, no doubt. I agree. One way or another. Yeah. And now these people are really having to work at this, you know. And I mean, they voted uh, Thursday night to uh, build another another uh, elementary school. I think down off Baker Road. Um, the commissioner, hopefully, when he gets on the line, will expand on this a little more. Uh, these are serious issues for this county, and growth is phenomenal. I mean, yeah. it is it is just phenomenal, and. If anything, the growth is continuing. It's escalating. It's not slowing down. You know, yeah. from what I have yeah. heard and seen, I don't think that it is. Your comments? Uh, well, well, she's like Mary Carr said. You got, we have to pay. We're, we're going to pay for it some way. He don't want to go in debt doing it. So that's kind of the deal. And, and True. Like I told you before. I told you before the, the state legislatures. They don't let the cities do it, but not the counties. They don't let the counties do it. They right. But I'm having impact fees, so we could do it if, if the legislature would do it. But they won't. That you know, they they want to. Uh, like I told you before, the, uh, the the state of Georgia wants to make cornbread the official bread. So I guess we'll uh, have see if we can have official bread of Tennessee as well. See if we can have something like that. Like I told you before. So, but it is, we have those <laughs> we have those exciting issues to deal with. Jeff, don't you? Do you ever? You know, I mean, you talk through the week, obviously. Do you ever sometimes just put the paper down and say, you know, man, just give me a break, will you? Well, sometimes <laughs> I do. I mean, I mean, sometimes with the news I do, sports I don't. But and and uh, I did want to tell you, did you? I know you didn't read the paper today, but they had that Operation Candy Crush. I've saw no, I have it. I have uh, I have it laying in. It's laying right here in front of me. As a matter of fact, you read that article. And Sheriff Fitzhugh is uh, is been cleared, and also um, uh, uh, Kevin Arnold. In Smyrna, yeah, clear it's clear to this. Don't have any and, and, the guy and we have a call here. coming in if Jackson's so, in here. I'll, I'll later, Devin Lee. I enjoy your show and uh, have a good week. See you. Jeff Neal. Thank you very much, Jeff. And we're going to get Jackson in here and kick this thing off. Um, and uh, we have got, 
you know, you're going to hear here in just a few minutes, hopefully, uh, you're going to hear the difference between serious problems and issues and things of that nature. Caller, if you missed us, uh, there he is. Um, call back. I guess you did. And, uh, you know, uh, we've got, we have expensive problems here in this county, okay? And uh, I'll tell you what we're going to do. Jackson, let's kick off the show right now if we can. But for right now, my name is Evan Lee Ed Raymer, Evan Lee Raymer, and yes, I'm still a private investigator. Welcome aboard. This is the Edwin Lee Raymer Show with your host, Ed Raymer, on your good neighbor station, News Radio, WGNS. All right, and this is the Edwin Lee Raymer Show. I'm your host, Ed Raymer. Thanks. Stephen Reynolds is on the line. Hold on, people. Stephen, hold on. I'll be with you in just a second. This show is produced at the studios, WGNS. AM 1450, 100.5, 101.9 FM, right here in the heart of the great volunteer state, Murfreesboro, Tennessee. You can reach us tonight, as some of you are doing, with your questions, comments, or thoughts at 615-893-1450. It's 615-893-1450. You can also send us a text, and our producer, Mr. Jackson, will be glad to read it over the air for those of you who do not wish to be heard live. And you can also find us, uh, now we're on Facebook Live right now. Are we? Do we know? We don't? Okay. Don't worry about it. But we are on YouTube. Uh, go to the Edwin Lee. Just type in Edwin Lee Raymer Show. That's it. Don't put the the. Just put Edwin Lee Raymer Show. You find all the shows that we're doing. Jackson down. He, he loads them up as soon as he humanly can every Sunday. And he's doing a good job there. You can also download the WGNS app. Take WGNS with you wherever you go. Listen whenever you wish. You got to speak to Angela Bingham. Didn't get to listen to her show this week, but she's a fine lady with simplicity. And I have another caller on the line. I believe it's Mr. Reynolds. Mr. Reynolds, are you there? Ed, how you doing this evening? I made a profit out of you last week. <laughs> <laughs> I think a lot of people did. Yeah, I, I think a lot of people did. <laughs> yeah, I, I'll I'm tell you, you I, I'm, I, I think that a uh, largest TV audience ever. Uh, 122, was it 122 million, something like that? It was way up there. And Murfreesboro, Tennessee, Murfreesboro, Tennessee, and Blackman High School. That has to be the biggest shout-out in front of a global audience that this community's ever had uh, because of Juwan Jenny's performance. So, just want to say congratulations uh, to that young man, and, and what a game, uh, uh, what an effort, and uh, unbelievable. You know, it, yeah, in the in the words of Mick Jagger and Keith Richards, uh, <laughs> you can't always get what you want. <laughs> Sometimes you get what you need. Well, I will tell you what, he came awfully close. Uh, the only, as you and I talked earlier in the week, and thanks for doing this, by the way. Thanks for agreeing to call in here. I mean. The only thing that could have, could have topped it all is if they had won the the big game, obviously, you know. But yeah, you know, he had a fantastic yeah. game. I mean, he really did. Yeah, best game of his career, and uh, it's a perfect time, you know. And just uh, once again, just uh, uh, giving the shout out to our community here. <laughs> that that has to be the largest audience. Uh, I'm sure Google uh, lit up with where is Murfreesboro, Tennessee? I don't uh, doubt it because Jim Nance mentioned he, he did mention it. Uh, he did not mention his high school, Blackman, as best I remember, but he mentioned that he's a young man from Murfreesboro, Tennessee. And then, of course, a lot of people don't know 
Jim Nance now, as I understand, is is living in Nashville. So he's very familiar with with, with us down here, I'm sure. I would love to have him on our broadcast, but every Sunday he's either playing, working to the golf tournaments or doing basketball or football. So it's a little hard to get him, and I'd like to have him live. But, uh, yeah, he mentioned Murfreesboro, Tennessee, and, uh, you know, and they called him, as you had mentioned about the T-shirts uh, two weeks ago, you know, third and Juwan, you know. Third and Juwan. And yeah. that's what they call him in San Francisco. So hey, Just just an amazing effort, and uh, just congratulations to him uh, and everybody involved. Uh, sure. Uh, you know, a very entertaining game. What more could you ask for? Uh, so now the Super Bowl's over, Ed. Uh, you talked about the shooting at the parade. Uh, right. Could it be more fitting? Could it be more fitting that our state wants to address cold beer sales, <laughs> but still has nothing to say on the gun issue? Yeah, I I know. And uh, Commissioner Reed is on the line right now. And, and Commissioner, hold on, please. I'll have you on here in just a minute. And don't don't yeah. be in a rush. Uh, uh, the commissioner understands this. He knows he's been up here more times than you can shake a stick at. Uh, but Stephen. Our, you know, when you talk about things like that, and I, I wanted Jeff to bring that up for this very reason. We're going to be discussing, as you know, infrastructure, and and that's what we're talking about is to do this, and uh, it costs money. And these people yeah. are down here worried about whether you can have hot or cold beer leaving out of a convenience store. I, I, I'm not getting it, brother. I'm not getting well. Once again, once again, the folks who claim they want small government and they want local control—it's the—it's the state house in Nashville that will not allow these representatives from Rutherford County to raise the impact fee to what they see as fit for this community. Instead, we have to listen to Nashville to tell us what the ceiling of that impact fee is, right. unless they've recently changed that. And so there's not, you know, uh, these county commissioners and the mayor, their hands are tied. Uh, if the state will only allow so much, they'll only allow so much. Uh, but once again, uh, you know, these folks claim to be for local control. They should let the fast-growing communities respond in a way Go that ahead. helps them absorb this growth. Yeah. It's Jackson right now. Steve, I'm going to ask Jackson to go ahead and put Commissioner Reed on since you're here with us. And no one knows infrastructure as good as you do, Stephen. Uh, Commissioner Reed, are you there? I'm here. Hello. Uh, Commissioner, say hello to Stephen Reynolds. I guess you've bumped into him once or twice in, in, in your time. time or two. Yep. <laughs> How you doing, Commissioner? Great to hear from hey, you. Hey, sir. Uh, and both of you, thank you for doing this, and especially Commissioner Reed. It's a busy day for him. He's been in church uh, this evening and everything. Thank you so much. And, and, I, and I called him Stephen right at the last minute, and I really appreciate him doing this. Uh, Commissioner, we have on the line, luckily, Stephen Reynolds, who does know a thing or two about concrete and shovels. Uh, that's where he started his life. And... Uh, we need more. We need more people like him that understand this issue because, as we've said, as Stephen and I have talked before, this issue is just not sexy. I mean, it's not guns. It's not you know. It's nothing like that. You voted Thursday night. Uh, we're going to start another school. Where do we stand at this point? Go ahead. Yeah, yeah. There is another school that has to be built. Uh, it's out here on, uh, I think that's Baker Road out towards Blackman. Uh, this will be an elementary school. Uh, I just looked at it a while ago and what we did Thursday night. You're 
by the time you get everything on it, you're looking about $59 million. Yeah. So, fifty nine you know, million. you have to look at what schools are costing right now and, and what it, uh, it comes back to the county. And uh, you, you just can't just pull that out of a hat. So sure. you have to uh, work with your budget. You have to work with your finances to get all of that done. So, and the thing is, it's not the fact that the county uh, is not glad to build those. It's the thing is the state of Tennessee requires us to do so many different things for, to provide for our students. Sure. And right. we have been doing this for a good while. We've been, we've been providing these new schools just about every year. And uh, there's always something new coming down the pike that we have to provide the structures for. So that is the thing that really works on our budget. Uh, When education is 75% of our budget, that doesn't leave a whole lot of wiggle room for anything else. I think uh, when we were talking as I was driving in the church tonight, when you look at the infrastructure of Rutherford County, and the fact that we are growing at the rate we are growing, there's other things that are required. You know, we can, we have to build the schools for the children because it is required, and we yeah. want to do that. And we do have one of the better school systems that you'll find anywhere. Correct. In fact, we have a lot of people that come here for that school system. Exactly. That's right. what we're doing. We've just uh, heard it announced this week. We have two reward schools uh, in this county. That is a big deal. Blackman and Rockville High Schools are reward schools, and uh, great. That's that's about as good as you can get. Now, when you say reward, what what that's I, academic standards? Academic standards, okay. Uh, right. They both have been number fives. Are we, in fact, just about all our high schools are what's the level five. Right. But these are what's called reward schools, and that means they they can offer a little bit of everything for you. They're really top and cotton out there. Top, right. They're the they're tops of what they can do. Sure. So uh, we, we are doing real well in our education. But when you start looking at what else you have to do with your budget, uh, I know when we just recently met with our, our seven state rep, our legislative representatives, uh, we spent that night talking about why we were needing what we were needing as far as impact fee or far as needing a tool to just compete with the uh, municipalities and other counties around us to come up with a funding for what we have to do, um, everybody was talking about what we were needing for education. Well, I'm chairman of the Public Safety Committee in this county, which means uh, responsibility for law enforcement, ambulance service, fire service, um, our parole system, our uh, detention system, all this. I touched on that. When we have an ambulance service that makes 4,000 runs a month, I could not believe that. You told me that this afternoon. I couldn't believe they're making that many. Well, that's what we're doing. We just we just opened two new public safety buildings. This is something right. in New County. Um, we were able to build these first four of six uh, without taking it from our budget, due to the fact that uh, we were we were allowed a grant out of COVID to build those buildings because it returned something back for uh, medical purposes. Right. Well, we opened the one in Rockvale, and by the time we had it open, the first night that they actually spent the night there, they never got to sleep there. They they Hmm. were running calls continually. And that's the way it is all across this county, those services. If 
fire department within our county. We look, we work with a 400 square mile area with our fire department. Uh, there's 600 square miles, but once you subtract the municipality of Murfreesboro, Smyrna, and Laverne, that leaves us looking after 400 um, square miles. Right. We're making a thousand runs with our fire department. Right. The sheriff's department's involved in that. Then we have a jail out here that has somewhere. It's falling uh, down. They're having trouble. I've talked to Sheriff Fitzhugh about it. We talked earlier this afternoon, you know. Uh, we have uh, somewhere over 900 uh, inmates there right now. Right. Uh, we have a jail building that doesn't age like normal buildings every year. It puts on three years a year. Right. Because right. this is not a building you go in at 8 or 9 o'clock in the morning and then right. 5 or 6 in the evening lock the door and go home. Because, I mean, it runs 24 hours a day. And Sheriff Fitzhugh had told me, uh, you know, they've got an elevator out there that's been down for, I don't know, it may be running now, but at the time they couldn't even get parts for it. That's that's true. And I was just out there a few weeks ago. We went, we were looking at it, seeing what we have, where it's going, and, and what our problem is and what the future is going to be. We have locks uh, on the sales that we have to call other counties who have changed out so we can um, get locks by locks from them because there's only one place that you can buy replacement parts. Sure. And they're about to go out of business. And so we're having to buy all the parts we can. It's just hard to find these things. So this is what we deal with on an everyday basis. Now, when people say you're asking for an impact fee, what, what does this mean? For us. Well, what we're trying to do... Yeah, Pettis, maybe, maybe, let, me, let me say this, too. Williamson County, as I understand, Williamson County and Wilson County do have impact fees. Is that correct? They do. So they they're do. ahead of us there. And they're not getting they're, near the student in, 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 in fluctuation that we are. No, they do not have the growth that we have right. there as far as our school is concerned, and really not in some of the other areas as well, either. Uh, but they have that... What we have tried to tell people is what we're wanting is the same tools in our toolbox that everybody else does. City of Murfreesboro can implement impact fees, which they did this year. Right, just to be just so the county can can play on an even playing field. Yeah, uh, uh, Smyrna and Laverne does the same thing. They can too. We right. can't. We can't. Stephen have one place. We have one place that we can actually go to to get more funding and that is the property tax well and that's of course we all know there's there's a thorn in everyone's side and of course as i've said before local governments state governments county governments you have one problem not like the federal government you don't have the ability to print money that's it you mean Stephen? your thoughts please you know more about this subject than i do we've talked to we're blue in the face about this well, I, I, I certainly appreciate the courage of the commissioner telling uh, folks the truth. Uh, yes. This, this stuff doesn't run on pixie dust. It runs on money. Right. And if we're going to continue to have our community rising, then we're going to have to tell the people what it's going to take so that we can support our fire department, our paramedics, our schools, our roads, everything, uh, to continue to to keep this community rising to the top as we've been on a wave for the last 25 years now. And unfortunately, it's going to cost more money, but that's what we have to tell the people. And sooner or later, uh, folks are going to agree. 
Uh, I, I know that. Yeah, Nobody you're correct. <laughs> I know, and you're correct. They're going to have to agree. Yeah. I mean, nobody uh, likes taxes. No. Uh, but, but we have to pay for these services, uh, uh, and, and, and our students deserve uh, to continue to be the class of the state of Tennessee, one of the best school systems in the state of Tennessee. And once again, that's because we paid for it. And it's, things cost more. Uh, just like the jail, the reason why you can't find locks, they don't make them anymore because it's so old. Right. And so we're going to have to continue to look at these projects and say, hey, we've got to have the fun. We've got to do this, and it's going to cost X. <clears throat> and I think that most people, most reasonable people, will agree when they see their money being spent wisely, being spent for the community, I think most people will agree. Well, and the commissioner and I, told, and Pettis, we talked about this tonight. You can, you know, you can just kick the bar, the can down the road so far. Now the can is becoming a fifty-five gallon drum. That's right. Uh, absolutely, it's uh, it just becomes a bigger and a larger can, and uh, we've gotten to the point where we're getting sprained ankles kicking this thing, and yeah. it just it just doesn't work that way. You know, uh, I know this last time we we gave that large increase. And we had commissioners that did not. And I, I, I will tell people this. I have people say, well, they're just up there raising our taxes, and yeah. they don't even look the way to save money. Not true. I tell you, we looked at everything we could. We had departments. I've, I've been a commissioner. This is my 10th year. I'm, if I finish out this term, if I live through this term, <laughs> it'll be 12 years. But, uh, don't talk that way. I mean, I don't <laughs> yeah, you never know this day. And time. I understand. Yes, sir. I'm, I'm getting up there in those years. But okay. what, what, I'm, what I'm saying is, okay. is that I've been there to the point, and I've, I tried, I've spent a lot of my time in public safety, and I've seen these department heads go in there. I, I, this is my third mayor I've worked with. Yes. Okay. And every time a department head goes in there, every mayor says the same thing. What are you giving me back? In other words, how much money are you taking out of your budget so that we can add to something else? And usually the something else has to go into education. Right. Because yeah. we have to do those things. I've seen our fire department that is needing things. We don't add any new equipment. Uh, we right. just don't add a fire engine every just whenever we want to. You're looking at a vehicle... When we add a fire engine, you look at anything from a half a million to a million dollars to put one of those. By the time, I know, and I said this, and both of you all know this, my brother's a lieutenant fireman at the city of Franklin, Tennessee. And uh, to get a strip down, just the truck itself, it can run six or 700000 By the time you outfit it, you can top a million dollars easily. And, and then, and then I mean, you get a ladder truck, you're looking at two million. Well, and yeah, and like, you know, a lot of, oh, forget it. I mean, and Stephen, like you said, these things don't run on pixie dust. I mean, this is serious money we're talking about. That's right. And another, That's thing, right. another thing with your fire engines and your ambulances, you can't just go to the lot and get one. Right. We look at somewhere in the neighborhood of anywhere from two to three years before we can have one. Mm-hmm. That they make them, on, they build them on demand, and they are demanded all over this country. Correct. So it takes mm-hmm. that long for you to get one, and by the time that you get it here. But I have just seen budgets like this 
continually where they just don't come in there and say, hey, we want everything. I, I'm always reminded of the time, uh, if you've ever seen Andy Griffin, where where um, where Barney said they needed uh, they needed tear gas and everything <laughs> for Mayberry, you know. And, yeah, right. And yeah. So upset in his budget. He sent in a budget. He didn't get what he wanted. Well, <laughs> here in Rutherford County, we don't do that, and we haven't done right. that. When we were, I was talking about, I was at the uh, at our adult detention center recently. I went over there and toured the entire building. If there's a desk needed in that detention center, they do not place an order and buy one. They build it there. They actually build wow. the desk. It is built there. They have inmates that build those desks, whatever they need. They did a remodeling in the detective wing over there on the other side of the street. They have done every bit of the labor. They've built all of the desks. They've built everything they needed for that unit there. <laughs> it's all done there. Wow. Right now they have taken a shed out towards the back, a building, and they're doing a lot of the car repairs, a lot of the work there. Right, and that's another thing, Commissioner, I've talked about, and Stephen, we've talked about this, when you're talking about these pieces of equipment, trucks, fire trucks, ambulances, all this, they require one word, maintenance. It does require maintenance, and buildings require it too. And that's one problem with our with our jail out there, guys. It requires maintenance. But when you can't get parts, and we all know how this has gone, uh, I mean, to just simply to fix an elevator, which you'd think is a standard part of procedure of, of running a, a, a facility like jail well look That's at it. the opposite end of the spectrum which is murphy center right a building that has been maintained for 40 50 years now and uh it's because they didn't do the deferred maintenance over the years True. Uh, and that's that's the fancy word is deferred maintenance and because they didn't do that we still have a great building that's 50 years old so so you know you get what you pay for that's just the bottom line that's true and uh what what the commissioner's talking about uh um with the folks helping out uh with the cars or or making things here that's actually in a lot of ways where the world is headed uh these days uh, you look at electrical components i know getting a transformer uh is a two or three year lead time just uh, to right get a now. transformer just to get a transformer uh, well, I'm learning a lot tonight. Great day. No, he, but, he's totally right. We run into the same thing when we were doing when we we're doing our public safety buildings. That's that's the reason it mm -hmm. took so long on some of them. We we're sitting there. We were sitting there waiting on a generator. Waiting on a generator to get that generator. Wow. Well, and I mean, so go ahead, Steve. There's many things that we can do here that we can do ourselves, and this where you hear people talk about sustainability, and I know that's a word a lot of people don't, may not like, but communities are going to have to become more sustainable with food and commerce and everything to kind of take care of their own um, in a lot of ways uh, in the future. And right. um, um, anyway, I, we, we, we have to have money to do these things, and, and it's unfortunate, but it's just the real world. And, and I appreciate uh, the commissioner 
telling folks the truth. Well, you know, and I do too, and I and I appreciate you both being here because you know, and, and I've told Stephen, I've told you, and I told uh, the commissioner and I talked this afternoon when Johnny and I built our house in '97 or '98. I think we paid like a fifteen hundred dollar fee. It was a, a impact fee, whatever they said. It'll be by the way, it'll be an extra fifteen hundred for this or this or that or whatever. Fine, you know, if I got to pay it, I got to pay it. I didn't. I mean, it's the way it was. I didn't complain about it. Every home we built, we had to pay if we built it in the county. You know, I had to pay one. I I don't know if I paid one for a brother and sister in law's house, and I built them a house. I don't. I can't remember. You know, but. If you have to do it, you just have to do it, and the pa- and then the cost. And I know the developers don't want to. Now, let's just be honest about it. And commissioner, you may know more about this than we do. I'm sure you get the flack. I'm sure you're the bad guy. But you know, uh, if we got to do it, I mean. By the way, how is this done on apartment complexes? On impact fees? Is it on just the value of it? It's uh, it's primarily. It has to go through the commercial process. Okay. All right. It goes that direction. Uh, absolutely. But, Ed, let me just say this. what The whole thing in this right here, as we get into impact fee or whatever, the only thing we are asking from our state delegation down there at the legislature is to allow their county to play on the same playing field as their municipalities do and the counties that border them. True. To give us the same ability as everybody else. Right. Where we are not having to increase the tax situation uh, beyond what it should, what we feel like it should be. And that's all we're trying to do. Stephen, your thoughts. Uh, And, you know, uh, I got a call the other day from a gentleman who has moved here from New York, and he was just, terribly upset due to the fact of the taxes he was having to pay this year. And he moved here about two years ago. From New York? Yeah, he moved here from New York. And I said, uh, why did you why'd you come here from New York? He said, oh, I come here from Brooklyn. And I said, what for? He said, oh, they were taxing us to death. Our taxes were getting so high. And right. I said, now I'm here and the taxes have gone up. I don't know if I'm going to be able to pay them. I said, do you, I said, sir, do you not realize that all of you that are coming here from New York and California and whatever, the growth is causing us to have the same situation that some of them are having? Exactly. So, right. I said, mm-hmm. it's just the turnaround and what we've got. So that that's part of it. Right. That's right. And, and the biggest problem with that is uh, a lot of the transplants, they expect the same level of services that he got in Brooklyn. At, at you know a third of the cost, a third of the tax base. You know? <laughs> sure, uh, yeah. But they still think the fire trucks should show up in five minutes, and and uh, you know. Um, but so so you answer my question, Commissioner. What can we ask from our state legislature? So I think you you answered that question for me. My other yeah. only the only alternative that I would see if we can't get a, a fair playing field out of the state, the only alternative that I see is to turn Rutherford County into a metro government, just like Davidson County. Oh, boy. Uh, is that a possibility? <laughs> <laughs> okay, Pettis, I, I guess we'll so. let – Pettis, you want me to let you go now? <laughs> well, I can go now, but I just basically can say, I just don't think that will happen here in this county. Right. You've got to right. go to your people to vote that in. 
but you're mm-hmm. right. I don't think you will have. Uh, uh, I don't think you have all the municipalities to be in agreement to that to go with that. Sure. For one thing, sure. I don't think the people will want to go that way, go that direction. Uh, mm-hmm. The other would be for this to happen through our state legislature. Um, I think that uh, you know we've given them a resolution. We've given them legislation uh, to mm-hmm. take down there right now. Right. That's all we've asked them to do is just help us get this sure. passed, get it through there. And, you know, it's not all that hard. We're not asking everybody in the, every county in the state of Tennessee to do what we want to do. Just sure, us. sure, right. And because, else. well, because, I mean, Pettis, everybody don't, a lot of these counties are not having the problems we're having. They're, they're not having no, this, not this having growth. you know, accelerated growth that we've got. And, Stephen, I've talked about this, and I want you to know, as far as with me, you know me. I mean, we differ politically, and we banter back and forth on that. But on this issue, I mean, I know the man on the other end of the line, Stephen Reynolds. We're all kind of on the same page here. It just takes money, guys. I mean, and a lot of people just don't want to hear it. Stephen, right? You know, I'll have to I have to tell you after we had this last tax increase, and it was right at the end of June, which meant I went into Fourth of July. Uh, I went to the annual picnic at Rockville, which has, is the oldest Fourth of July celebration. It's a big deal. Mm-hmm. I've it's never been to it, but I hear it's a big deal. Yes, sir. So I was the only politician in Rutherford County, the only elected official that showed up that day. Man. And I thought, yeah, <laughs> nobody else going to show up. They're scared to death to come here. I mean, not even one of the state representatives was there. Right. So I get there. <laughs> And right in front of the Church of God hamburger stand and the hayride loading area, I was encircled sort of like a wagon train out on the prairie. <laughs> and I mean, they were all around me six feet. And they said, we yeah. want to know, did you vote for that tax increase? Oh, yeah. Yeah. And here I stand, and I had no white flag or any of the cowboys. <laughs> so I just said, I said, Yes, I did. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I said, <clears throat> I've never run on the fact of saying that there will not be tax increases, and I will not vote for them. Right. And I said, I want y'all to understand something. I want y'all to just drive up the road. You've got a brand new public safety building, and you'll have full-time firemen there. Right. As well as an ambulance service to take care of you out here. You have <clears throat> a new high school that's only two years old out here. That's exactly you've right. Addition, you've had a new addition that's been made to your middle school. You've had a new addition made to your elementary school. And we will soon be opening a new convenience center. Wow. I said, folks, you don't get that by coming out of the sky. That's right. I said, I could have easily right. said no on every one of those things. I could have mm-hmm. easily have not even worked for them for you to have an ambulance at your door within five minutes and i'm going to tell you patish you'd have still been even at that then you'd still been surrounded by people at the picnic saying why yeah (laughs) i mean so i mean you're in a no win i mean i'm not saying you'll just go ahead and do it just say the heck with it but you know what i'm saying now hey can we get another convenience center that one's awfully crowded you know i mean (laughs) this one's nice we opened it this week Right, but I did tell them that, and they all just stopped and looked back. And said, oh, we're not blaming you. 
<laughs> well, they start well, thinking. Need to understand this, right? But I said, but I said, your county is just like you at your house. You've gone to the grocery store and everything goes up. Everything in this county has done the same thing. When they need to fix a road, when they need to do everything else, it goes up. And we have to pay those bills, too. But I said, Mm -hmm. right here at the Church of God hamburger stand, last year you (laughs) paid $2 for a hamburger. This year you pay for it. Now, you're going to go over there and fuss at them. And all of a sudden, the crowd dispersed. (laughs) (laughs) Well, as best I remember, Commissioner, you need to wear your lucky red and white checkered shirt. The one you have, you you have a red and white checkered shirt. You wore that to the Blackman barbecue. It's, they called it your tablecloth. You called it your tablecloth shirt. Yeah, I've got one of those. I, I, usually, I usually wear other things. As Rockwell, it's always my patriotic. Oh well, I didn't know it was a tuxedo place. Okay, I'm sorry. I didn't know we wore tuxes in Rockville, but. <laughs> but you know, uh, but 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 that's the way it is, and I. As, I, as some old gentleman told me one time at the commission meeting when I was sort of talking about what all I was doing and how hard I was working, he looked at me and he said, you raised your hand. Right. Mm-hmm. And of course, he said, you volunteered to do it. And I, I, since then, I've kept my mouth shut. <laughs> well, that's right. And but thank goodness we, we have good people that do that and that try to take care of this community and tell the people what they have to have. Uh, thank goodness uh, that, that you did do that and that you did run. Ed, I'm going to have to get off here. I, really I understand. You. And, uh, you know, one more thing before we leave. Stephen and, and uh, Commissioner, I think Jawan Jennings doesn't his parents doesn't his dad live out in the Rockville area? Stephen, don't they have a farm? I believe so. I, right. I believe so. We need to have Jawan Jennings Day though. We need to declare that in the county being a graduate of Blackman High School. Well, I happen to know the man you can talk to. that's commissioner of that area. Out there. <laughs> I, think I think that wouldn't be a bad idea. It's a big time for for this county right there. But I'm telling you, we appreciate you and, and what we're doing. Thank there, you. But when you talk about the commission, you've got 20 others beside me up there trying to do the same thing. Uh, agreed. Agreed. I'm going to let both of you go. Stephen, thank you so much. I, I didn't mean to drag you in the middle of this, but I, I know you know the infrastructure as good as anybody in this county, if not a whole lot better. And, Commissioner, thank you, especially at, at last minute here on a Sunday. I appreciate I you both so much. Thank you. Yep. All right. We'll see you. Take okay. care, guys. Uh-huh. Bye. Commissioner Pettis Reed of Rockvale, good friend Stephen Reynolds, uh, two good guys to know. I can tell you that. And I'll tell you, when we get Jackson in here, we're going to take our last break, and then uh, we'll come back in here and sort of wrap up if we can. I appreciate so much. Stephen, thank you so much. I didn't mean to wrap him up in the middle of that thing, but I had him here, and like I said, folks, uh, Stephen – he got his education in a gravel pit. He knows. He knows. He knows gravel and concrete. And we couldn't. I couldn't have asked if I had anybody better on the line. And we'll talk a little more about Juwan Jennings. We'll talk about the ball game when we come back. Jackson's on the board. Ed Raymer with you. Stay with us. Be right back. Hello, everyone. It's Ed with Private Investigations in Middle Tennessee. You know, if you just need someone checked out on a background check, tag them a run, or if you need someone full-fledged follow, 
give us a call. You can reach me at 615-390-7219. That's 615-390-7219. Or check out our website at piofmt.com. That's piofmt.com. I felt so alone, scared, angry, full of self-pity. I just wanted to die, so I took another drink. Then I heard about AA and went to my first meeting. The people there talked about those same feelings. I was no longer alone. They gave me help to stop drinking and hope to start living. Alcoholics Anonymous, it works. Look us up. Check your phone book, newspaper, or aa.org. Hey, this is Ed, everybody. want to tell you about a sponsor of ours. We've got Complete Yard Care. Their slogan is, we do it all. Low-maintenance landscape design, retaining walls, tree removal, stump grinding, lawns cut mulching, landscaping. Now, you can reach them at 615-785-0384. Or you can look them up on the web at completeyardcaretn.com. They have a five-star ranking on Google. That's Complete Yard Care. We do it all. Go to J. Mullins Jewelers and check out their collection of reactor watches. They're located at 352 West Murfreesboro Boulevard right here in Murfreesboro, Tennessee. And also, custom-made jewelry if you want it, they can make it for you. Also, gifts for any and all occasions. Weddings, graduations, family reunions, uh, anniversaries, all of it. That's J. Mullins Jewelers, 352 West Murfreesboro Boulevard right here in Murfreesboro, Tennessee. Thank you, Jackson. And I want to thank again um, Commissioner Pettis-Reed for coming in out in Rockvale. And Commissioner Reed did that as a favor to me, I know, because uh, I caught him at the last minute uh, this afternoon. He was headed to his church service, as a matter of fact. And Stephen and I, we had talked earlier in the week, and Steve's a great guy. Thank you. He's hooked us up with Juwan Jennings, and we're trying, we're trying our best to get Juwan uh, on the air here when he gets to town. And hopefully we'll be able to do that because he is just a fantastic young man. Now, we've talked a little bit about the big superior game we had. I come uh, to a newsstand, I walk by on Friday, and generally I'll pick up the Daily News Journal and just take a look see and see what's, what's going on. Now, this is a February 16th. And, um, by the way, thank all of you on February 13th and 14th for your birthday. Happy birthdays. I received close to 100. Thank you. I appreciate it on Facebook. Thank you very much. Uh, and down at the bottom of the front page is an article, Murfreesboro by Tyler Palmatier, or Palmatier, I hope I pronounced that, Tyler. Sorry about that. And he's with Nashville, Tennessee, and USA Today Network. And Murfreesboro camera operator caught the Kelsey Reed dust-up. You remember Coach Andy Reed is there? And uh, the uh, on uh, Travis Kelsey screaming at and bumping into the coach. This was during uh, the Kansas City's 25-22 overtime win 
over San Francisco. It became one of the most vital moments. So the man's name is Wes Archer. He's a freelance uh, CBS camera operator, and he is from right here in Murfreesboro, Tennessee. Uh, and they've got a picture of him there at Allegiant Stadium on Sunday's uh, bowl game between the Kansas City Chiefs and the 49ers. And he captured the shot of the, the Chiefs tight end, Travis Kelsey, Kelsey's viral confrontation with Coach Andy Reid. So it goes on to say, the article does, by Tyler, says, I was pretty pumped, Archer said. That was my only goal was to get it on air. It was pretty surreal. Now, CBS used 165 cameras to cover what became the most watched program in U.S. television history. Now, Stephen and I were talking, Stephen Reynolds and I were talking earlier. The Super Bowl averaged 123.7 million viewers, according to Nielsen and Adobe Analytics. Behind every frame was someone like Archer, Wes Archer, trying to find the biggest moments. Quote, my only assignment was near the sideline. So if anyone stepped out or anything on that side, I'd have to look at that. On the play that they handed off to Chiefs running back Isaiah Pacquiao, and he ran to the far side and fumbled. I blew off my assignment because nothing was happening on my side. I tried to get a reaction from Reed. Then Kelsey stepped into the frame. Apparently, I rate that Reed benched, had, had benched him on the play. Archer communicated over the radio what was happening, and the network looked at replay during a commercial break. He says, I can't remember if it was CBS play-by-play announcer Jim Nance or color analyst Tony Romo, but one of them said, quote, we need to come back with that. And that's what Wes Archer's quote. Kelsey's romantic relationship with pop star, Taylor, pop star Taylor Swift magnifies everything they do, obviously. Uh, the clip exploded on social media and became a popular meme, uh, meme or meme, whatever y'all call all that stuff. Kelsey and Reed both said after the game that the interaction was much to do about nothing. Of course, when you win a, a big game like that, you can you can overcome a lot of, of sore spots. Uh, Archer's come a long way. Uh, to get the shot, he studied accounting in college around the time he met his wife, Anna, who's from Laverne. And when he realized he couldn't sit still in an office, he switched to broadcasting and got his start shooting high school football in Alabama. He began covering NFL games for CBS two years ago after more than 10 years with ESPN. He'll be in Knoxville working with a robotics camera Thursday for the University of Tennessee women's basketball game against South Carolina. In March, he will rejoin CBS for the NCAA tournament and help cover the Masters in April. But it'll be hard for him to stop, to top what to stop, to top what happened Sunday. If that doesn't hit home for you, I don't know what does. And this article, you can get this and read it or you can pull it up. It's in the Friday Daily News Journal, February 16th of 2024. And uh, I'm telling you, uh, the shot of a lifetime, you know, there's so much, uh, so much tape lands on the floor. It really does. And, uh, it's amazing. And, uh, it was a fantastic, uh, uh, moment there. And I think what they were saying, uh, and what, uh, came back and now whether this is true or not, who knows, but Travis Kelsey was really 
adamant about going back adamant about going back on the field. Put me in, coach. Let me do it, coach. Put it on me. I'll do it. Put it in. Now, from what it's seen in, without the without hearing the the audio, of course, if I'd have behaved like that in high school, one of my coaches, I'd have been off the team. I wouldn't have been put on the bench. I'd have been off the team. And I don't mean for just a game or two. That'd been it. And we weren't that good. So they didn't need me anyway, but uh, I would have. Uh, there, there wouldn't have been any any days like that of forgiving and forgetting. So anyway, that's uh, you know Wes Archer from uh, Murfreesboro ties here, and we're starting to get a lot more people from Murfreesboro. Of course, we had four former MTSU players in this uh, in this big game. Four. That's a bunch. And then of course with. Uh, Juwan Jennings and the Tennessee connection. And we've got, I mean, uh, Tennessee is being very well represented and now more exclusively Middle Tennessee. And I think that's important. And uh, we've got a lot, so many of our players coming from, uh, Juwan comes from uh, the Blackman community, great community. And you heard his parents, uh, they have a small farm out in the Rockvale area. And, uh, you know, still local people, still here. And uh, it's just, he's, he, you know, this is just a, a, a great story from hopefully a very deserving young man. And we hope he goes a long way. And uh, because he is already, I think, starting to, to, to give back in ways. And, of course, we've, we've got so many of our younger people that are doing this. David Price did this in baseball. Fantastic individual. Um, doing some just really great things. We're going to be getting out of here a little early. It's uh, about three minutes till. I've asked Jackson to run our ads again, I, and he reminded me that uh, we had not ran a series of ads. It was the first series we ran because I've been on the air talking with uh, Stephen and with uh, Commissioner Commissioner Reed. And uh, thank you all tonight if you're listening. We appreciate you. Thank you, Jeff Neal. Appreciate your call. Stephen Reynolds, Commissioner Reed, thank you very much. Jackson, thank you on the board as usual. For the Ebony Raymer Show, till next Sunday, 8 o'clock, my name's Ed Raymer. I'll catch you down the road. Good night.